0: Yo, you're, uh, this is episode four. Wait, how are you guys doing, by the way? Good? All right, awesome. Let's, uh, let's get started with this episode. Um, so, this is episode four of the Film the Blank Interlude podcast with your host, Naoto Wakabayashi. Um, how's it going, guys? Long time no see, clearly. Uh, this is my second day in Tokyo. It's so beautiful. I, I can't wait to go outside. It's, God, it's gorgeous. The skies are clear. Um, I do have a few errands to run today. I do have to get a haircut uh, and pick up some gifts for some people back home. I'm actually, so I'm actually gonna be getting postcards as well. Because me and a couple friends, uh, shouts out to Elsa and Azadeh, I am going to be, we're going to be exchanging postcards. Uh, one's in Montreal, the other's in Australia. And when uh, Elsa decide, well, she was going to move back to Australia from Montreal, and uh, we kind of decided, hey, like... We, as a joke, we were just like, yo, let's write, let's write each other postcards. And then from a joke, it manifested itself itself into an actual thing. So I'm going to be getting, I'm going to try finding some like pretty dope postcards in the city. Um, and then I'm going to be sending one to Canada and Australia. So I'll, yeah, let's get that going. Uh, it's gonna, I'm super excited to do that. Today, uh, actually, how was, how was, Valentine's Day for all you guys? Uh, I didn't, you see, like, I didn't really, I didn't do anything for Valentine's Day. I've actually never dead-ass, like, gone on a date on Valentine's Day. I'm not, like, a super big believer in that because a, well, actually, like, To be honest, like, well, I guess I've been in relationships during Valentine's Day, but for some reason it never went through. Um, But I was never a big believer in, I guess, if I like a girl, then I would ask her out on Valentine's Day because then that kind of accelerates that process slash it puts too much pressure on it. So I'd rather just kind of like chill out. And, yeah, I mean, I couldn't really do anything on Valentine's Day. I literally just, like, touched down in Tokyo, like, that night. Like, I wasn't, yeah, no, fuck that. That would have been, that would have been whack or fun or maybe cute, but whatever. I don't give a fuck. Uh, So, today, um, see, my segments are really fire, as you can tell. Uh, Sorry, no, not my segments. I mean my segues. I just made that hella awkward. Pause. (laughs) So today I want to talk about uh, kind of like this article that I found about worrying less and five steps to do so. So I actually tried this out because I'm trying to, to be very honest, like I got commitment issues and I'm trying to sort that shit out. Uh, you know, and I think, I think the commitment issues stem from, I, I would say maybe my upbringing, well, probably, definitely my upbringing had to do with it. Uh, I did, I for sure have attachment issues, like, for example, like, my mom, like, I would say, well, both my parents showered me a lot with, like, too much too much attention, and then I think I've sort of, I've sort of chilled out, like, I'm not, I'm not a needy person with, like, friends and stuff, but I think that, that aspect definitely comes out during relationships, for sure, and um, I also have, I mean, the thing with commitment issues is that they're so, like, broad, like, I tend to get into very fast and intense relationships that tend to burn out super quick um and I don't want to do that anymore that's pretty whack like of course it's passionate but at the end of the day like it's I think like in my opinion I think it's a waste of time like I need to focus on my career and just you know I need to if I'm gonna be in a relationship I need to build something that's real uh so that that kind of has to do with that um Anyways, uh, so I think another aspect of my commitment issues has to stem from this initial rejection I got. So I've always been sort of, of course I have like those passionate relationships, but I sort of tend to get like apprehensive and or just like assume the worst almost um, of like, oh shit, this person doesn't fuck with me, oh shit, is this person like dating another person, like, or yeah, or is that person seeing people? And at the end of the day, that shouldn't matter. And it doesn't matter. Uh, and, you know, like, so one approach that I found to be super helpful with that is instead of trying to tuck away how you feel and, trying to tough it out not necessarily being like like dismissing it right away um just thinking oh shit like actually um thinking about how you feel about it and being super honest with yourself and thinking okay this bothers me because of that and this and that um and to kind of lay it out there, and the next step, which really helps, is to sort of just accept it. Like, all right, cool. Like, um, if, we, if we sort of like allow and accept this sort of negativity, then it no longer holds power over us, if that makes sense. Um, and that has always, that's sort of something that I've learned in my life um, instead of trying to hide, hide things away, the best thing to... Like, my, I always say that my superpower is my brutal honesty about myself. Because I'll be damned if I let that control me and control how I feel. But the next step is something that I never... The next two steps are something that I've never really practiced in my life. Um So now now that we sort of just like thought about how we feel and like accepted it and investigated these emotions, um, kind of this next part uh, is to feel into it with kindness. So it's kind of it's kind of two parts. It's sort of thinking, why do I feel this way? And you sort of figure out those uh, negative emotions. But then the next part is to be like, all right, think about the positives in your life, which can act as arguments against this negative feeling. Um, and then you kind of like make sort of like a prayer, kind of like a little wish of like, um, may I feel like, kindness or sort of just like may I feel secure about these emotions that I'm feeling and that really helps uh, not nece- it's not necessarily like you're actually doing anything but it sort of helps you manifest it and to speak it into existence and that is the most uh, crucial initial step is that, is that part, speaking it into existence, because now that's going to be in your subconscious. And finally, for the last step, is sort of extending this kind of wish onto other people that are feeling the same way that you are. Because, god damn, there are a lot of people in this world. Chances are, there are lots of people that are feeling the exact same feeling that you are. And sort of wishing this onto other people helps you not only empathize but to kind of see the bigger picture and I wouldn't say kinda I wouldn't say it diminishes the feeling, but it helps you accept that okay, it's it's uh it's better I, I mean it, it helps you think like, okay, this exists beyond me and it helps you conquer it. So, I would say, yeah that those those four steps right there um have definitely for sure helped me to not worry about dumb shit, and that's like and of course, like I think it's going to take a bit of time for me to conquer my commitment issues, but I think at the I think this is like." Or like a good first step. So, anyways, uh, yeah, that's that's what I've sort of that's what I've uh, uh, kind of thought about my like thought yesterday, and when I when I had some like time away from the city and kind of away from people, and I reflected. That's sort of what I came up with. So hopefully, hopefully that helps you out. Sorry if this is a little bit rushed. I'm trying to also get the fuck out of here um, of this room. I feel like I have cabin fever, you know? Um, I before, before I go, and before I show you guys, like, a really really awesome song and project, I want to show you guys this girl called Eris Goodson. Eris Goodson. So, she is a incredible incredible singer, somebody that I follow on instagram uh he reposted her singing uh, actually a cover a three part cover and it's so beautiful like oh man she's she's going to be something special in this industry let me let me tell you like my in our senses are tingling you know what i mean like she she just has that has certain intangibles and you could kind of tell in her voice and I wish I could show you guys the video because the way she's singing too it's you could tell that she has a lot of charisma and confidence so this air is I know you so mm.
1: well, mm-hmm. so well. I mean I can- The whole 20th on.
0: time hearing this.
1: Yes. And I don't feel the same. I'm so numb.
0: Like I don't know this. That's literally my tenth or twentieth time listening to that, and I get I get goosebumps hearing her sing, and just oh her her delivery and just the way oh man she's she's going to be something special. I'll I'll tell you that um, All right. Yeah, my segues are trash, guys. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to... You know what? I'm going to fix that up. Uh, again, I welcome all feedback. Like, I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate... Actually, you know what? Before I get into the music segment, I appreciate all you guys out there that are listening to my little podcast. And, you know, it means it means a lot to me to to know that I have supportive ass people in my life. Um I'm not even like promoing this pod super heavy over IG. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out some strategies uh to do so because but for now I'm not really promoting it heavy. Uh, but yeah I, I really do appreciate each and every one of you that are listening to this mini pod right here. All right so let's uh let's get let's get right into this project there's this guy uh so i want to show you guys this project called good company by a guy named tone stiff tone stiff uh my homie actually one of my best friends gab he showed me tone stiff uh about a few months ago he's in barcelona right now living his best life literally uh but anyways, yeah, I really, I really, really love this project. Uh, it was released by RCA. I believe he's signed, He's definitely signed to RCA. Uh, Incredible. Yeah, no, it's it really, it's a seven-song project, but it really hits a lot of uh, you know points for me. It's twenty-five minutes long, but it feels longer, but in a good way because this project is dynamic. Um, you know, it only has three features. It's very tight, but yeah, no, I I'm actually gonna show you the title track of this uh EP? No, I guess it's like a mini, like I guess I mean it's not necessarily an EP because it's like seven songs, but it's still a small project. Um so I'm gonna show you guys Good Company by Sway Lee and Quavo. So this is uh let me cue it up right quick this is a good company by tone stith get that right t-o-n-e space s-t-i-t-h
1: you only come, yeah. baby get comfortable maybe hit me with your sorcery I wanna breathe oh. when I drop the a-
0: Was good company by Stith featuring Swayli and Quavo. I really love that Quavo verse. That's I haven't said that in a long ass time. Um, God. Yeah, you know what? This episode's actually running a little bit longer than my usual format, but I'm actually thinking about maybe scrapping that because oftentimes I find myself just like staring at the clock and then I lose my train of thought instead of just talking, you know, Um, and maybe that sort of drags out uh, these episodes, but I don't know. I'm only going to get better from here on out, so thank you for listening to this podcast and sticking with me. Um, If you have any questions or concerns or just comments, like, send them my way. I really appreciate all the feedback, like, seriously. Um, It helps me improve. It helps... Y'all, because then y'all are more entertained, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, I did talk about like I wasn't expecting to talk about like um like the dating stuff like in the beginning, but you know, it that was a little bit impromptu. Like, I guess it was like related to um why I was trying to worry less, you know what I mean? Like, worrying goes hand in hand with commitment issues, just so. Yeah, even though the other person might be passive or might not admit it, like I think the anxiousness is one of the factors. I wouldn't say it's a root, but it's like one of the underlying uh, factors which contribute to it. Um, oh, yeah, so far gone, the remaster came out. Amazing. I have been listening to that all of yesterday. Uh, God, it sounds so good. I think I'm ready to call it the. Greatest mixtape of the decade. Yeah, you know what? I am going to save that. I'm going to cut it off here, and I'll talk about that tomorrow. All right, see you guys. This is the fill in the blank inter uh, blah blah. <laughs> All right, this is the uh, fill in the blank interlude podcast with your host Naoto Wakabayashi.